What's up, everybody, and welcome. Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. I was trying to use Moments with the Mobleys Pillow Talk, because we trying to, you know, do an adjustment, but it just don't sound right. So that's why we're going to stay Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm his doggone wife, Deidre Mobley Jr. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. We extraordinary. We, I ain't got nothing else. I ain't had nothing else either. That's yeah. why I was a pause. What's up, y'all? I hope y'all having a great day. Listen, you got to make a decision, a choice to be successful, be happy, be yourself, be joyful. Can't let other people direct that stuff because I'm telling you, mm-hmm. they want your happiness, man. They want your happiness, baby. They want your happiness. They want your heart. They want your time. They want you. They just want everything. Everything. Can't let them have it. Fight back. I gave you all of me. Now I'm all cried out. I don't know. What? You say you gave, give, can't give people all of you and take them or take all of you. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, why you cried out? That's not a that's that's, that's a, not a good song. Not a well, that's a good song. It's just not for this situation. Well, no, that wasn't a good song. That's because there were many years that I was all cried out over you, baby. Oh, but Jesus. now. That's no longer the story. I nah. got a testimony. Now she cried, but it's happy cries. Oh my God in heaven. The people ain't knew what I was talking about until you just said that. Yeah, they're happy tears because I'm glad <laughs> that the Lord kept us. Hey! Woo. So died now by. He kept oh. us. You ready? <laughs> you get that thing. Fill up in you. Mm. He just fill you up. Shut up! Shut up in my bones. Listen, we about to come on, y'all. We about to jump in. We about, we about to, to jump, jump in. in, y'all. My boy done sent me a picture. He around here looking funky fresh. My boy had surgery, man. Y'all, y'all keep him in prayer. See to the dub. He all right though. Got his kneecap back. He already trying to walk. But God, you say he got his kneecap back, John? Yeah. He, he. I don't know what happened to the kneecap, but he everything good. He had to get a kneecap done up with one of his knees. But he's straight. See, Dub, I love you. My boy, ride or live, bro. We forever. That's my dog right there. Let's go. Let's do this. Woof, woof. That's not, that's not what you always, it's like it's it's here, and then you do something, and it's just. That's like a good wolf. No, it wasn't. I don't know what kind of dog. Roof, roof. I don't know what kind of dog that was. I said, roof, roof. Yeah, that, that, I don't know what kind of I dog that said- is. That's even, come on, let's just go. Let's just start the thing. Let's just start what we're talking about. Should you stay together for the kids? Or as Jameson saying, staying for the churn. Well, he didn't necessarily say staying for the churn. That's something he would he said, say. Stay that. for the kids. <laughs> something he would say. He'd say, so you staying for the churn? Okay, y'all. Johnny said he had to get presentable. I do too. Okay, so. Um, this is a question that I think we, uh, I have pondered over in my mind when one of those times when Johnny decided that he needed a break and he needed to, it wasn't me, it was him. That's what he would say to me. And so. Just need a little break. And so, uh. I'll be back. I was trying to think about, you know, should I keep this? Should I try to work at this? Should I let him go for what he know? 
should we stay together or should we be apart? And then the kids came into the kids played a, a very vital part of, uh, you know, me ever going down that road of saying we gonna call it quits. Yeah, I think um, for us it wasn't it wasn't that the we although we had a lot of kids real early in our relationship. I don't think it was if we was gonna stay because you know. You know, I had friends tell me, you know, you better not go nowhere, boy. Your whole check going to child support. Had all that stuff saying. But, you know, I wouldn't say that's why we stayed together. I believe that's a great part of why we stayed. I think that made us, I think it changed our perspective on our relationship, on what we needed to do. We was able to have kids. We was able to do this. Why we can't work it out? Have we tried? And it was it was like the relationship was never nurtured. We didn't never take care of it. We didn't never try to grow it up. We didn't never try to communicate. We never we never did those things. So at some point in time, we had to take a deep breath and say, "Okay, we got the we working with these kids, and we and this is the crazy part with the kids. Oh, we were outstanding. We were outstanding with the kids. You pull the kids from us, we was like." You were suspect. And you were salty. Because <laughs> you were suspect. We was the S and S. Suspect and salty. But as long as we had the kids in place, that took our attention off stuff. So that's what usually happens. So when you like that, you got the kids, you got a lot of kids, you try to stay for the kids. And then what wind up happening is once the kids move out, one of the one of the things I blessed my wife for because she was she made it a a an intentional decision the the one of the top things that we did was we worked on our relationship all the way through while we was raising our kids regardless of if the levels change dimensions change whatever change she ain't like ice cream no more she likes something whatever it was we just kept working on that until we got to where we are now so when the kids left we actually had a life that didn't take, they didn't, that us having the synergy with the kids and everything moving forward. When they left, we still had the synergy. And that's what you got to work on. The relationship is real, y'all. Whether you have kids or not, when you're married, your relationship is real. And you have to work on it. Just like you worked on it when you met. Just like you worked on it when y'all was courting. Just like you worked on it when y'all was having a great time, walking the park, whatever it was. And then all of a sudden, Real life stuff happened, and then everybody catch attitudes, and that's what happens. But I don't now. I would say I don't think it's a good idea. Then I'll be honest with you, y'all. I don't know what I'd say. I think I'd I think I'd lean more to staying. Yeah. Because not only because we had kids, but because I had I had girls. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want to be that far out of reach for them if they needed me. Yeah. So then I think I would have stayed. Now, I, 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 and I think situations are different for everybody. So when it comes to this, I don't really think it's a right or wrong decision whether you stay or not. I do believe regardless of what it is, if it's damaged, you need to get help for it. So even if you decide to stay, you still need to work on your relationship. You can't be in the house because... If you think you'd be hiding from stuff, man, your kids be knowing. Yeah. Um, 
the uh, we also, of course, we uh, will share, you know, personal stuff and weave out some, you know, opinions into it. But we are we found whenever we come up with a topic, y'all, and think about what we want to talk about, we always try to find um, something about some research that, that was done about it or um, some other things that may help us understand it even better as well. And so um, we found um, a supporting um, some supporting facts from psychology today. Um, and so what it was, what, what we, me and Johnny and I talked about was, you know, a lot of parents, I guess, once they're in a marriage and, and if the marriage is unhappy or it's ridden with conflict and stuff like that, they come to, to, or even, um, abusive marriages. Um, they come to the conclusion, um, you know, is it best to stay for the kids? Is it best to, for us to split? You know, what should we do? Um, in this. I got to adjust myself here because I ain't. You're not comfortable? Yeah. Some stuff going on. When I, y'all, excuse me. You all right? Yeah, I had to adjust some stuff. Okay. Right quick. I couldn't do that on all camera. Right. Some stuff was, you know. It's all right, though. It's all good. It's, it's, it's real right? live. It's live TV. It's live TV. Live okay. and in living color. Be ready for anything. So, um, the what what this research found was what and and I think some of these things we may agree with we may not but uh in this it was saying the short term answer is usually yes because children thrive in secure families you know what I'm saying that that have a rhythm and everything like that with parents who love them and love each other mm. um and and what they're saying is separating them and throwing them off of their rhythm and their routine and stuff like that is stressful for the child and, you know, different things like that or whatever. Um, the one thing that they do give exception to is if there's, um, like abuse, you know, in the home, I guess, uh, physical, um, you know, as well as probably verbal abuse as well. Um, and stuff like that. And which, like I said, I think that, with the experience that we have now, let me put it like that. I feel like if you're in a marriage and on one hand, I feel like some couples give up too soon. Yeah. Because just like you said, was did, did you, if you are, are just having differences of opinions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you may the, have, can't, just can't agree on, on parenting styles. Debating. Or, right. Or something like that. It's like some people, you know, run the first, second, you know, maybe even been together for a couple years, but not really establishing, you know, you haven't reached out to get any counseling or coaching or, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. Or try to get any help to help you all communicate. That may be an issue or fussing about finances or just whatever, or just different stressors coming in. I feel like some couples give up too soon Yeah. and they don't consider the children in that, you know, in, in how that's going to, that's, uh, yeah, they think about themselves. Yeah. How, how that's going to, you know, um, be stressful and unnerving and unsettling on their children yeah. in that marriage. On the other hand, I feel like, you know, some couples have stayed together too long and they end up damaging the children. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes into play, the, the, you know, emotional, physical, you know, verbal abuse, just different things like that. Um, because, your children become 
Many U's. Many U's. Little little Deidre's, little Johnny's. They become, because they see, what they see is what they oftentimes mimic until they're taught something else. Or until they understand that right. who their identity is. So you got to understand, you got adults out here trying to still figure out who they are. Yeah. So it's no doubt that kids still are trying to figure out who they are. So I would say, yeah, I, I don't... Well, go ahead and finish your thought, baby. I don't. I, I yeah, I got. I, it's I just. Feel so, I think it's just so many. You you have to. I guess. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You have to look at every situation. Yeah. Separately, because yeah. every marriage, every family has different factors that play into that. Right. Let me put it like that. But my whole overall view is see what see what you're working with first. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Of course, if if he beating you or you beating him or whatever, of course, that's not a healthy environment. It's not. You know, for the kids or whatever. And I think there have been maybe situations where they, you know, they, they've been able to get help and maybe families stayed together because they got better. I believe that. Or, yeah, or just whatever. So it, it varies. But what this research was focusing on was the effects that, you know, it has on the kids when you do split up. Yeah, so... Here, here, here's our we've talked about this um more on our situation our lives right um we have counsel couples who've who've wanted to you know separate or whatever the case is but talking to us they what they wind up doing is actually literally working on their marriage because most of the couples we you know if if we talk to them and they saying that their marriage is not working then we ask questions to find out what's not working and what we usually find out is the man want what he want and the woman want what she want so there's no compromises no building there's no creating there's no developing there's no nothing so no if you living with somebody and you always want your way or she always want her way then no that's not that's not how you build something together. That's you yeah. wanting what you want and being selfish. And when you get to the core thing, I'm telling you, that's nine times out of 10, 9.9 times out of 10, that's what it is. That, that's what it is. And then you got a small percentage of people getting married for other reasons, but that's what it is. So you never focus, you never, and then what we want to find is a lot of, characteristics the, the the husband he broken the woman she broken you know he's been hurt he's been abused he's been neglected he's been whatever mm-hmm. and then he gets some successors and then he moved forward and now he feels different because he's made it he's he's not living in now what he was then but that ain't that ain't where it's at the woman exact same thing that's not where it's at so because you don't deal with your traumas, and we've talked about this before, because you don't deal with your traumas, your traumas, your baby dramas, traumas, wind up turning into big grown adult traumas. Yeah. So now you're dealing with something completely different that when you with somebody, it's so good to be true, then now you thinking they can't, yeah, she she dressing up and she just smelling good. And why you got to go to work like that? I mean, what you doing? Why you got to dress up like that to go to work? Why you got to do push-ups? What you working out so much for? That that's 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 probably the man the man um the the next one be able to 
Anyway. See what see what I have to get him back on track and he be talking about I, was I thinking, won't let him I was be thinking, great I was thinking, and all kind of stuff like that. Yeah, I was I so started to I started to He ventured off to the second <laughs> we have to take two shows tonight, y'all. He started venture oh, off to the whole it started coming show, into my it's mind. Okay, I I'm can't talk about I'm that. gonna always bring him back. She got me. So but I think I, I just think, you know, like like you were saying, in the long term or in the short term, you have to to really see what's going on in the relationship because that's yeah. basically what you were talking about. Yeah, and you got to deal. What's going on on either side and deal with your stuff because a lot of a lot of couples make rushed decisions about ending the marriage when it can be fixed, and so from that you lead to kids being again. Their whole rhythm, their whole routine, their whole world being turned upside down. Yeah. And then you have children who, if they're not able to express how they feel or go through some type of counseling or some type of, um, I think on here they were saying about having one of the parents be a nurturing parent and all that stuff. Then they end up taking that baggage and stuff with them into uh, adulthood. Yeah. Which makes, uh, because they were traumatized they, you know, at, at I, th- I think we always talk about all, this all the time. If they're traumatized by the family splitting apart, whether they're 10 years old or 12 years old, they grow up, but they never grow from that point. Yeah. They still stay that child whose parents, you know, had an awful divorce yeah. and stuff like that or whatever and have never really dealt with those issues. And then most parents, when they do that, most parents, because they're in survival mode now, now... They don't want to be alone. So now they start focusing on their life. They dating. They this. They that. And the kids usually the kids usually go without versus having both parents there, being able to do something. They get a divorce and the, the kids wind up going without. If if me and my wife was, separate, was divorced when we was raising our kids, then at some point in time, I get lonely. I'm going to want to date, which means that time got to come from somewhere. So if I'm working and I'm doing other stuff and then I'm with the kids, then I got to take that time from somewhere. Well, I can't take it from work because I need to pay the bills and whatever else I'm doing, probably because it's some kind of community where I'm helping or whatever in the church or whatever. But then when I'm dating, I got to take that from somewhere. Where it usually come from? The kids. Yeah. You usually yeah. have to cut the, the, the kids out. And that's go for the, wife, the, the woman, too. So it's a lot of stuff to, to think about when you're doing this because getting a divorce is not easy. Especially when you have kids. That's a hard tear. So being that you're a mom and you're a dad, y'all still a man and a woman with needs and wants. And you have to think about that. So, you know, I would even go a little further with saying that when you think that far ahead, then something should say, okay, well, let's let's revisit this. Why can't we get together? It was good at some point. So you work on the relationship. Yeah. You see what what you really, really work on the relationship. Yeah. But on the flip side, it's saying uh, long term, in the long term, divorce can lead to happier outcomes for the children. It says, especially when, like we just said, when parents are arguing or incompatible with one another, um, in a deep and lasting way, divorce can be a relief for children. Attention, um, so because it, it frees the tensions yeah. from being in that unhappy household, and and 
basically the parents ain't trying to get no help so they continue in this pattern of yep. unhealthiness and uh, you know abusing each other whether it's with words or whether it's with fists or just whatever even when um, you say don't say that around the church right they hear you trust me they feel um, it everything it says when when changes in the family structure are handled well children experience a temporary disruption but it can achieve long-term resiliency and strength and that's what they're talking about um children being able to create and have productive lives even after divorce divorce. So I guess when it comes down to the fact of if for some reason it does happen because and you've tried, you know, you know what I'm saying? You've yeah. tried and you've tried and you've tried, then it's saying there's a way to nurture them and to pour into them, support them, acknowledge their feelings, you know, get them into some type of therapy even if they need to. To help them adjust back to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Adjust back to, to life uh, or adjust to the change that's happened. Um, it says, of course, what we were saying, try to make your marriage work, but don't stay in an unhappy relationship only for the sake of your children. Because nine times a ten, it, I, I feel like it does make it worse. I think it yeah. does too. Yeah. Um, these were some things that we will read that we 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 that this uh, article is actually talking about problems for children whose parents split up uh it says they are more likely than children they are more likely than children in intact families to experience and this is what the separated families mm-hmm. the children of separated families some things they may experience they or, or should as they said they are more likely to experience them than children with families that are intact. That's what it says. Yeah. Okay, so they gave th- give uh, examples like distress, fear, anxiety, disbelief, a sense of guilt or blame, academic problems, substance use, risk-taking behavior, regression, you know, all those negative things that's screaming out, I'm not okay. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of parents, and this is the thing, that's why I say it's so it's so many different it's so many different things that that take part in this because a hundred percent of the time this is happening with a child. And parents that that get a divorce who co parenting because they still trying to live their life, because they deserve it, because they work hard, because they do this, they do that. They live in a life, they they don't see it. So when your kid do do something that's outrageous out of the way, then it gets your attention, then you want to have a conversation. And that's all fine and good. That, and I don't, and I mean, I don't want to, well, I ain't going to say we, I'm going to say I don't want to sound like if you're just in a horrible, horrible relationship mm-hmm. that you, you just not working out. You can't see eye to eye, whether it's one of you or both of you. Cause I mean, you, you might have one who really wants to work and then the other one just don't. Right. So you, you can't case, make you, that work. Right. If the one person don't, you can't make nobody fall in love with you and want you. That got to be a free will thing, selfless thing. So if that don't happen, then yeah, you don't stay together trying to get her back and she disrespecting you or doing whatever or can't like just unhappy or vice versa, because that's the part that damages the kids. That's the part that teaches your kids certain things. That's the part that that helps them that that teaches them relationship with the opposite sex. 
you know, that's the part that teaches them, pushes them, you know, whatever craving or anything they want to learn, then they find out from somewhere else. And then, but they still got that trauma from whatever you and mama or you and daddy was doing. And and this is the part y'all got to understand. Please, if, if y'all don't hear us say nothing else, because your kids are small and because you don't fuss in front of your kids or cuss in front of your kids, don't mean they don't know it's tension in the house. Don't mean they don't know that. It's a synergy. It's a feeling. It's an atmosphere that is set when you're in your home. That's mm-hmm. why some homes you go in, you be like, oh, it feels like love in here. Well, that's because nurtured, that's what's nurtured in there is love. You go in some place and you be like, mm, this don't feel right. It just feel cold in here. Well, it's different. It's different atmospheres because it's set by the people who are there. So don't think your kids can't feel that. We, we've counseled parents that they say, well, we don't fuss in front of the kids. Yeah. Then we talk to the kids and the kid be like, yeah, we know they, they, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Just saying what we're saying. Just saying what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, what they also found, uh, they gave some factors that can buffer the impact of divorce. So you've gotten to the point to where you all can't agree, you know, for whatever reason, you know, the last resort is divorce or this is where it finds you now. Yeah. Um, and it's saying uh, there are a lot of children whose parents have divorced that after a year or two exhibit, um, you know, great adaptation yeah. to the new life, the new routine. You know, there's probably two different homes. And so they have adapted to it. You know, uh, one or more parent. It, they, it, what they're saying is this happens when one or more parent um Again, again, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning. Um, supports them, yeah. Ensures, you know, ensures that the children are feeling safe and secure. the The homes are warm, affectionate. Um, the parents are, or at least from what this is saying, at least one of the parents is exhibiting this behavior. Respects and speaks well of the other parent because that's a lot. That's one of the biggest things that happens. Excuse me, you'll find. You know, when the, the the child is at the daddy house, they may be he may be talking bad about the, the mama, or, or when versa. he's at right, or vice versa. Um, that's something that we hear a lot. Um, they cooperate with the other parent about matters that involve the children. Yep. Their co-parent, they find a, found a way to co-parent. Uh, you know, at this point, okay, um, they uh, they make sure that they have that the child has, uh, you know. The weekends with the mom, or weekends with the dad, or and it's they work that schedule out right. And yeah, it, it's consistent. They they provide, um, they still monitor and still care about what the child is doing with their time. They teach, uh, maintains a network of so good social support in the community. Even though the families are are functioning as split now, they still are trying to keep you know encouragement there for the child um, as much as possible. As well as like we said, seek professional counseling help. If you, you know, as needed, when the kids need it, but pay more attention to make sure that they have, you know, what they need. And they're not, you know, over here hurting and you so wrapped up in still fussing or arguing or 
being hateful towards dating, the other parent. Or living your best life. Well, or, yeah. And that you haven't right. That you haven't paid attention to what's going on with the child. Yeah. So so this is this is although, you know, and I'm I'm talking about me and Deidre, although, you know, we went through stuff in the beginning, we always we never really found an issue with us parenting our kids. The issue was us getting married. The issue was, well, it wasn't an issue, but what happened was we got married. We had kids. We were young. We still wasn't mature enough. We we stepped into arenas that we, we wasn't mature enough. We still had to mature four, five levels down. But now that we was here, these babies got to eat. You know, these bills got to get paid and stuff got to happen. So we made physical decisions that put us in a, a different level of adulthood that our minds was not there. I'm going to say that again. We made physical decisions that put our, put our bodies into situations, into a different arena that our minds were not there. It wasn't mature. We didn't know. We didn't even have time to ask questions. We didn't. We just didn't know. We didn't even know who we were. We didn't know none of that stuff. But God kept us. We went through stuff now, but God kept us until we got to a point to where we worked on us. We moved forward. The girls saw it, and they knew some things wasn't good. But I'm going to tell you what our girls can tell you from this day right now that they have no shadow of a doubt that their mother and father love them. Mm-hmm. If you get a divorce, then yeah, if you make a decision to get a divorce and it's a good decision because it's just not working, you guys are toxic together and it runs into your kids, then make that decision, but make the decision a mature decision to make that, but be ready to work. Your kids still got to, they got to feel like they come first. They got to, they got to feel like if they call mom or daddy, they're there. Mm-hmm. They got to feel like they're still number one. They got to feel all that. And yeah, that's hard to do in the house together. So yeah, when you separated, living two separate lives, then yeah, that's doubly hard to do. But it's a decision that you make that you have to do. We find that Children who parents are separated, who put their children first, who love their kids, who are there for their kids, who are supporting their kids, they wind up, those kids wind up growing up and understanding and coping with the fact that mom and daddy not together, but they still love me. Mm -hmm. See, at the end of the day, the child wants to know that mom and daddy love me and they there. And I can call them and they, they support me and I can reach out and touch mom or daddy, even though they're not in the same. See, all that stuff matters. Security to a child, love to a child, compassion, that stuff matters. That help nurtures, that help grows. But if they don't have that, they crave that. You as an adult crave that. So if you don't get that, you have a craving to find it somewhere. Yeah. So if a kid does not get that, they crave to find it somewhere. Now, if they're not taught about God, they're not taught about the relationship, they're not taught this stuff, then yeah, they're going to do what their body tell it to do. 
But they got you got to be there. See, what me and my wife we get is that we made decisions back in the past that was way out of our league at the time. But we ain't know that. And because we didn't know how to function in that league, we made dumb decisions. We were lost. We weren't communicating. We didn't know how to handle it. But then when we caught that thing up, now we okay. We we all right. But we were in arenas. We had no business being in, but because we made decisions, we had no choice. You had no choice. So we did what we had to do. So now that we, we got there, we are where we are now. So what I'm telling you is you make the hard, you make decisions sometimes that feel good, that, that, that you think is a great decision. But then when you start adding components to it, you got responsibilities, man, period. You have responsibilities. When you get married, when I married DJ, I got a responsibility. She's my wife. She depends on me. I am supposed to give her certain things and vice versa. When you have kids, that's your responsibility. You supposed to be there. You supposed to do. It's okay. If you want to make a decision to get a divorce, I mean, that's what you do. That don't change your responsibility, though. So you got to figure out a way to work it out. You got to figure out a way to still be that to your child, not living together, but still together. You have to do that. One of the things that we find with kids who parents support them once they got a divorce is that they are cordial with each other. They're not living with each other. They're not married. But when they are together, that's all right. Because they doing something and supporting something, someone that they love together. And that's what they focus on. So my question is, why if y'all get a divorce and then when y'all still see each other, y'all still mad and arguing? You got a divorce. That's that's what you wanted. You couldn't stand each other. That's what you wanted. But then when you still see each other, y'all still arguing. So was that really the issue? So I'm, I'm finna go somewhere else. You finna go somewhere else. That, that, is that really the issue? Because so when, you just gonna keep going there? I'm gonna go a little bit more. Was that really the issue? When you when you say something is wrong. And the thing you say is wrong is removed from your life, then you're supposed to be all right, right? So why y'all still arguing? Why y'all can't get along? You know why? Because it, it never was. It, it never was that. Selfish. It was two broken people together decided they didn't want to be together no more because it didn't feel like it felt before. Then when you put when you put responsibility and and, and fantasy. That changed the whole game up. Because your fan- fantasies feel good. It make you feel good. You all warm and all that. Reality bring pain. <laughs> See, real life stuff bring it get, pain. It, it, it get real, real It quick. get real. Yeah, you got to work. Overtime. Yeah. You got to be at a job. You don't want. You got to put your dream aside. Because you got these babies. You got to do stuff. So it's, that's, that's not. Fantasy is supposed to be. Everything that you want. It's supposed to make you feel good. That's what it's supposed to be. That's why it's called a fantasy. But when the responsibility, you put the responsibility in it, it don't mix. So then you make decisions because you want to still feel that thing, that fantasy thing. That ain't how it works, y'all. 
And I can tell you this because I had to tell myself this. When you make decisions based on fantasies, you are an immature person, not willing to grow up. Period. Period, Pooh. All right, I'm finished. You finished? I'm finished. That was good. I feel like I owe you an offering, and I'm going to give you an offering. And I want it all. You're going to get it all. All to demand. No, Prince. no, do not encourage him. No, 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 no. Y'all, oh. he's sitting over there with the director's hand trying to direct him while he's saying. That Listen. is ministry that was the created by was. the creator. You Hallelujah, right. Jesus. Listen. You know, I we, I think we are so, especially Johnny, is so passionate about this because of the fact that there were times when we could have given up because it was hard, and we decided not to. Yeah, there were times when, and we deci- we decided there- not to, and we ain't know why. Figure well, that I one knew out. Why. Finally, at the end, I knew. Yeah, why. you the ain't knew why time. in the beginning, right? And the last time it was, yeah, either we we gonna be together. Look, yeah. And you're not leaving no more. Because if you leave ever again, you're not never coming back. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I told you, sir. And Deidre, she has when we when it went. Deidre's voice has always been a catalyst for change in our marriage. Because she would say certain things, and I would know. I got probably about two more times, and I might got about three more times. But then I hear that voice and that peace in her voice, like yeah. Yeah, that's it, baby. Yeah. I love you, but if you do it again, I got to move on. Okay, Johnny, you got to change. That's it. I I went as far (laughs) as to, uh, I think after the the last time, this was the last time. Yeah. um, You left, and I came to a resolve that I was in school. I had five kids. My husband didn't know what he wanted to do. And there were some things that I contributed as well, because it's never a one-sided relationship. And I'm mature enough to say that I knew that. But at that point, I was like, I'm not about to do this back and forth. You know, either we're going to be here and, and tough it out during the hard times, or we just ain't going to do it. We're just going to be co-parents of five whole kids. And so... My, I remember one day my friend came over and the girls were in school and she asked me if I wanted to go run some errands with her and I did. And we ended up downtown by the cat bus station. And I was like, hold up, drop me right here. And I went and I got me a book. I got me the, the schedule for the bus, city bus, for the city bus. And I got some tickets, I believe. I got a few tickets. Mm-hmm. But I know I got the schedule because I was like, we have one car. I don't want it. He's working. He'll need the car. He can keep it. I don't want nothing from him. But it wasn't like a rampageish. Yeah. Uh, it was like. Yeah. It okay. was just. It was. I was calm. I was like. Yeah, she was like. Y'all. I okay, was calm. girl. All right, girl. Get your life. Yeah. Okay. Because what if he decides that this is the pattern that he wants to keep doing? Are you going to sit here and say. Okay, you need a break. Go to your mama's house. Okay, yeah, it's okay. You can go to your No, 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 no. And so I did. I came in. So long story short, when he came back, when he came back home and we had that conversation, um, you know, and we we made up mm-hmm. and we was like, we, you know, we're going to be all right. We're going to fight and, you know, because we're going to be together. Mm-hmm. 
And it was maybe like a couple of days later, I think. And you happened to be in my drawer for something. And I saw them. And he saw the, the, the he saw the city bus uh, tickets as well as the, the, the routes, the whole book with the routes in it. And he was like, you is a nasty somebody. I said, no, no, I'm not nasty. In my mind, I was preparing for him not to come back. Yeah. And that's God honest truth. And she, because it was a pattern. When it, when it, when I was in my selfish place and I just needed a break, I just didn't, hey, I need a pause for a minute. And she never got a pause. I think you you tried you did it a couple of times. I did it once. Yeah, but at the end of the day, when she said when she said that the last time, I knew because my spirit was connected with her spirit. I already knew that. So when she said certain things, my spirit man would say, "Um, Joker, it's time for you to tighten up because this is it." Oh, this this it? Yeah. You thought you had three more times. No, but this the one right here. And you didn't have no more times. But she, her voice was always the catalyst for, for it moving forward. So the catalyst for us changing. And then I just had to, we just had to sit down and understand we were in this. And we were allowing it. To run us. Yeah. So what we had to do is tell it to stop. The things that had to keep moving, we had to put in place, put on a schedule, organize it. And then we begin to add the other stuff to it. And then we begin to build. And then we found out one day, hey, you don't have to, you know, you ain't got to be the dude to cut, cut the grass and, you know, cut the trees down and do the yard and wash the cars and do that. And she got to be the one to cook, clean, do all that stuff. Y'all ain't got, y'all can mix that up. As long as the stuff get done, do it together. If you like to wash dishes, Johnny, you do that and do this. If, you know, whatever the case is, but create what works for you. Yeah. And when I tell y'all that was a freedom for us, because we wasn't ordinary anyway. And, you know, having the girls, we was always entertaining because we were still kids ourselves. Yeah. So, but once we got that part, we were like, huh. Okay. We all right. We, gonna we can all create right. it. So I can, so what I feel that I can do, I don't have to put in the places where you're the woman, I go out and I clean, I work and you supposed to clean and, and cook and, you know, do the baby. No, no, we ain't got to do it like that. What you got? Cool. I'm going to do this. I do this. I'll meet you back here. Bet. Go handle it. Come back. What's next? Do this. Do that. When the girls got bigger, Saturday mornings, we turn the music on. We making it a big game. We we having fun. We doing it. Outside, a couple of my girls like to be in the yard, cut grass. So they used to do that stuff. Plant, whatever it is, but you got to find what works for you. Yeah. Why it don't work is because you want what you think work for you. Which probably does to work for y'all, and it can't work. You can't mix something with something that's not gonna mix. So you have to, at some point in time, create what works for you. So that's what we had to do. Yeah. What Johnny did worked, but it ain't worked with Deidre. And what Deidre did worked, but it didn't work with Johnny. So we had to figure out something that worked for Johnny and Deidre. And now here you go. 
looking at us, Moments with the Mobleys. You can find us at www.momentswiththemobleys.com. Everything. What you want to know about us, anything we own, look at our website, www.momentswiththemobleys.com. That was real smooth. You like baby. that? You like Ooh, that? You gonna get you like dollars? You like that? Not just cents. You gonna get dollars? Yeah, tonight. I felt that in my spirit. Um, it came up, and I just flowed it with did, it. it. I flowed did. with it. Now y'all probably um, never see that again. So right, it'll be it'll be him looking at me. To I'll do be it. looking like um. It's but the w. one thing that I do want to add to that baby is that we really love for y'all to go to YouTube, um, and look up moments with the Mobleys and make sure you like. Uh, and subscribe to our page, okay? You can find, you can actually go to the YouTube off our webpage. So go to our website. Yeah. Go right on on there. And join Patreon. Join Patreon. Yeah. You'll find out this other stuff we be talking about. A little heavier. A little more exciting. Got a little more fire in it. it it's go a little bit. It's yeah. going to burn you a little bit. It's okay, though. Everybody like ha. a little fire. Yeah, that's on Patreon.com yeah. slash Moments with the Mobley. So check us However, out. However, everything goes can go back. You know, can yeah. revert to Check the us website. out. Everything that we own, any platform, any podcast platform, you can go to our page, our website, and, and look at it. Join it. Check yeah. it out. And Subscribe. I'm, we're going to give y'all the end of this, and then we're going to get out of here. We're going to get out of here. Um, it's it's the basically it this combines it, like sums it up is the word I'm looking for, and says that... Um, Although many children experience short-term problems and setbacks when parents do get divorces, um, for the most part, mm. they rebound Yeah, after one or two years, especially when they have those things in place that we were saying, the reinforcement, the encouragement, the love, the nurturing, you know, even if the households have changed. Um, it's as far from suffering inevitable damage from divorce. Children can benefit from seeing their parents decide for happiness mm. and fulfillment. Mm. Say that not again, selfishness, not, you know, they own agendas, not, you know, trying to find this one and that one to run out and be with and pay more attention to, to, to than the kids. I work hard. Children can I benefit. too. Children can benefit from seeing their parents decide. It's a decision, y'all. For happiness and fulfillment. Yeah. Amen. That's good. Amen. That was good, man. Amen. We gonna get on out of here. Amen. It was a decision, y'all. And we made it. And we put in the work. And if you're at that place where you may, might be going through something where you don't know if it's gonna work just because of stuff that can be fixed. Yeah. With a little, you know, Jesus and counseling. Ain't nothing wrong with both of them. It can be fixed. It can yeah. be healed. Yeah. It can be all that. Yeah, it could be all that. But if it gets to that place of divorce, it's still there is a way to handle it to, to make work. sure that you know the kids are good and you're good. Yeah, and all that stuff. But either so, one you decide. Yeah, is work, y'all. Yeah, that part. It's it's it, work. It ain't it's a that process. You, oh, we just gonna get divorced and we don't yeah. have to put no work into it. Oh it's no, a, no, it's a, yeah. it's it's work. It's, it's work a process. The, the one thing me and my daughter was talking about the other day, she said I told her. She said she she wanted more money and she wanted benefits. So she went out looking for another job. She had one looking for another job. She said, Dad, I got to get me some benefits because, you know, going out here, paying out my pocket to go to the doctor's out, you know, that's for the birds. So I said, I feel you. I think you should do that. I said, you prayed about it? Yeah. She, Mama prayed about it? Yeah, I prayed about it. She prayed about getting more money and benefits. So on the job she owned, they promoted her. And the person said, we got you. We'll get you on benefits. Yeah. She was a little teased. She talked about that, but that I had wanted something. I said, but that ain't what you prayed for. 
See, you pray for what you want, but then when God give it to you through a process, you don't like the process. So you quit. Oh, how he give it to yeah, you. Yeah. So yeah. you want this, but because you got to go through this, now you, I don't know. You don't know. How you quitting on the process? You guaranteed the ending, but you quit on the process. Yeah. Is that smart? I told her, I said, he blessed you right where you were, baby. Don't move. I said, and I feel like that is an indication is loudly screaming. I know you wanted to move, but I still have an assignment there for you. Period. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bless you with those things that you need. Right here. Right here. Right at the same place. But if you ain't got a relationship with him, when he do something like that, if she ain't had a relationship with him, you know what she'd have done? She'd have went for job. something else. Yeah. You yeah. ask for God for what, yeah. what you want. He give you what you want, but he still got stuff for you. So he give you what you want, what you need, but then you quit because it ain't what you think you want. Or how it should have came. So you go someplace else and do something. And then it's funny how 15 years later you wind up back in the same place trying to do the same thing because you ain't listened to him in the first place. I'm just saying, you praying for your marriage. You plan, praying for it to work. You pray for the wife. You pray for the kids. You pray for all this stuff. You wanted it. You desired it. You got it. Now you don't want it. It's going to be work. Process, y'all. Yeah. Everything is a process. It can work. If you mm-hmm. really, really try, it can work. And we are living proof. Proof. That's that a song. it can work. Oh, you just made that up. It's a movie, Living Proof. I think is it? I, yeah, and I think there's a song that go with the movie. Well, we got to check that yeah. out. But we well, listen, proof. y'all. Think we we about to get out of here, Mo. Yes, baby. I love you, girl. I love you most. Thank you for having that spirit in your belly. Amen. And when you talk to me, even as a young, a young bitter a young, child, a, a young buck, a young buck, yeah. not bitter child. I ain't gonna say bitter. Buck. As a you young, a young buck. buck. You can whisper in the air and it'll come to me and calm me down and say, get your beep together. And you did. I did. Amen. And thank you for trusting me and following me. Amen. I know a couple of times I ran you off the mountain. And I ran off the mountain with you, but we didn't die. <laughs> we My didn't Lord, die. He called us. Hey, done double. Okay, come on. We got to go. Come on. I'm full. <laughs> Don't. No. No. <laughs> Come on. Listen. I, it don't, he wasn't even looking. We about to be it out of here. But a minute. We about to be out of here, y'all. Thank y'all for supporting us. Thank y'all for following us. We will keep dropping <laughs> these nuggets. I am. This is has been Pillow Talk. Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm still here. And we sound like an ordinary cup. With extraordinary purpose. Hey. Night night.